What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of TopCast, your service management podcast. Today, we have our second TopDesk customer here on the podcast to share her thoughts. I'd like to welcome Lori from Agricultural Financial Services Corporation, which is, yes, a bit of a mouthful, so we'll call it AFSC for short for the rest of the the podcast. Uh, She's joining us today to share her experiences of how her service desk has evolved over the last year. And we can hear a little bit more about some of the trials and tribulations of onboarding a new ITSM tool in the middle of a pandemic. An impressive feat, to say the least. <laughs> Happy to have you on the podcast today, Lori. So if you don't mind, could you just introduce yourself a little bit? Sure. Thank you for having me. My name is Lori Morrow. I'm the supervisor of Digital Services Foundations and Operations for AFSC. I am so excited and a little nervous as this is my first podcast. For those that don't know of AFSC, it's a crown corporation with the Alberta government. We provide a suite of insurance, lending, and business risk products to support the agriculture and farming. Awesome. That's a very, very nice summary. I really appreciate that. Like I like I mentioned earlier as well, we, we do want to have you on this podcast to talk a little bit about your experience with TopDesk and just your experience in the service management industry as a whole. So as I normally do in these podcasts, I like <clears throat> to keep them short and sweet so we can jump right into the topic today. To kick us off, could you just walk me through a, a brief summary of your journey with TopDesk thus far, maybe some successes and challenges uh, that you've had along the way? Well, for sure, we uh, we had lots of successes actually with TopDesk, but um, I really want to focus more right now on uh, probably the challenges that we've had. In when We had a past tool that was um, mainly used for tracking um, our, on our service desk. Um, it was not used to its full capabilities to serve clients. At the time, most incidents came in via phone call or an email. Uh, the operators were having to log the calls themselves. Um, and like I say, it was really just used as a tracking tool. So no processes were really well documented or followed, um, which obviously lends to a lot of overhead. So. When it comes to present, we were really thrilled to see TopDesk come in and we really decided to get on board as an organization because we needed to be more efficient. We needed to do better. And um, so by bringing in TopDesk, we really wanted to become a self-service tool. Um, Launched in June for agriculture, it's the busiest time of the season. This made it hard to get uh, the staff trained up and um, to partake. So let alone our operators. Um, hard to get by in the time when clients are our top priority. Yeah, I can imagine that that was probably a, a bit challenging. Is there anything in particular that, uh, you know, maybe you're most proud of? Well, I think the thing that I, I see that we're most proud of is we really got the organization to do self-serve. I mean, that was changing the culture for sure. We had to embrace organized change management. We had to have a plan in place where um, prior to launch to host lunch and learns, town halls, recorded sessions. We launched collaboration tool um, with Microsoft Teams. Also, we had continual improvement. So the side of OCM where we had a Kaizen where we really looked at our processes and we threw out what wasn't working and we brought in some quick wins and, and certainly some more longer term, um, which we're still working on today. So, you know, enterprise-wide, we really needed everybody to work together on this. Bringing in a tool, you need the whole organization behind you. So internally, uh, TopDesk was renamed to SPOT, which stands for Service People, Office, Technology. And at the weekly uh, roundup, 
uh, we took the opportunity uh, to add spot tips and tricks into articles. Uh, this really helped with the awareness and the uptake. Um, the other thing we did was um, we took away the phone number <laughs> that they couldn't call to reach us directly. Uh, we, off we also previously had an email address that they could reach out to us. We stopped the email. Uh, left, if, if they used it, they got a warning saying it wasn't available and to log a spot ticket. So again, it all came down to embracing the culture, changing behaviors um, and encouraging those that, that did call to log a spot ticket all on their own. Yeah, that's that's actually awesome. And, and I, I guess what I should share as well, um, you know, AFSC actually had one of the most successful self-service portal transitions or self-service transitions in general uh, from a cultural perspective for sure. Uh, typically, you know, we, we take a look at the uptake uh, of 50% for our self-service portal for just a, a typical standard for top desk customers. Um, but in you know, obviously less than a year, uh, you guys at AFSC were able to get that number above 80%. So I think that's a great feat and I'm, I'm happy you shared that as something that you're proud of as well. Having said that, of course, there's obviously the opposite side of the of the coin as well, or the other side of the sword for sure. So, um, you know, some of, some of the changes like making the organization more self-sufficient definitely came with some challenges, I'm sure as well, right? So um, I can imagine that you know, taking down the phone number and maybe giving people those warning warning emails and things like that maybe didn't make the department um, or you in your position that popular. So could you walk me through no. a little bit of that experience? No, I, I mean, of course, there was resistance. And again, like I said, we launched this in one of our busiest times of the year where the client is the priority. So um, I would have to say you couldn't do this without having an executive leadership behind you on this. Um, really, um, you have to be the change that you want to see. So as much as the digital services can enforce it, it was more important that the organizationally, all other departments had leaderships that were enforcing it as well. Um, and that's what helped us put on a success trail for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that I think just in terms of like a cultural shift and that story that you shared with us here, like that's sort of uh, a great example for a lot of other organizations as well. So thanks for uh, diving a little bit deeper into that. Uh, I'd like to shift the conversation just a little bit because another impressive feat that you know we we've kind of touched on a little bit is the fact that you guys were able to go live or you know make TopDesk a, a working solution in your organization in the middle of a global pandemic, which is no easy feat like I mentioned before. So uh, from what we've talked about, you guys had a couple other projects on the go at the same time. And it was also in the summer, which is the agricultural busy season. So um, lots of different things going on. How did you cope yeah. with like everything that was going on, I guess, simultaneously? Well, yeah, like you had mentioned, we did. We had um, multiple initiatives going on. TopDisk was key in being able to support all these other initiatives. Typically, anything you put in, you're looking at about an 80-20 success rate. So 20% is where we break down, and we really needed TopDesk to be able to capture that so we could continue on and get our warranties out of our other initiatives and, and be able to keep the flow moving um, and keep our services alive. So um, training... Wise, we had two different audiences. We had the user audience and the operator audience. In retrospect, the latter, more process side of things, was not focused on as much, and um, it should have been, because ultimately that was where we kind of got clumsy. So we ended up having a Kaizen where we were able to um, go through the processes. Like I'd mentioned before, we, we threw away what wasn't working and we brought in um, things that were working and really enforced them. 
We also uh, updated some documentation, things like that. Um, when you purchase any kind of software, the only way you're going to get anything out of it is what you invest in it. So we had to invest a full-time resource. Um, this colleague, she came back from maternity leave and this was her new role. <laughs> and I'm so glad that she was there because um, that really pushed us over the edge in, in really starting to make some movement in it. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's awesome that you guys were able to dedicate a, a full resource uh, or a full individual to to uh, TopDesk just to be that resource for you as an organization as well. So yeah. um, having said that too, uh, do you mind sharing maybe some a piece of advice or a few pieces of advice uh, for other IT folks in the industry that are looking to improve service delivery overall as a department? There's a few things, I guess. You can, you can stop doing what is um, really taking up your resource time. Um, you have to stop things and you have to start things. So we have a culture um, where we had to change the behaviors and uh, I would say embrace the cloud. Uh, it really has given us much more freedom, especially in a time where people are working from home and still being able to serve our clients, right? Um, and invoke best practices, train the staff, hold them accountable and ultimately um, make sure that you have reporting because now you really have tangible metrics that matter. Absolutely. And I guess to build on that uh, and those tips and tricks, um, where do you see the future of the IT industry or the service management industry, I guess, uh, transitioning to as we move forward? Well, um, for us, it's new, but I, I know it's been out there. I do see service delivery is more off-site now. Um, it's not so much brick and mortar. Um, modernization of technology, I would see, you know, probably we're going to see desk phones move away and move more into telephony, you know, um, really we're just uh, modernizing technology. Since you're a Crown Corporation uh, and based on the federal and provincial mandates, what are uh, the priorities or challenges uh, AFSC uh, faces, I guess, in 2021? Um, so priority wise, the biggest thing that comes to mind is um, what more can we get out of top desk? Of course, budgets are definitely a challenge. Uh, moving to the cloud rapidly um, is what AFSC is doing. And so we need to be able to integrate and keep up with whether it's building tiles, um, integration, um, really just expanding the value out of the tool itself. And um, yeah, we put the dollars and cents into it. We really want to to embrace that. Well, based on a few early successes for you guys since uh, adopting TopDesk, I guess, um, I think it's safe to say that, you know, you're building, you have the right building blocks to make something that's going to be sustainable for the future as well. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, so uh, thanks again for, you know, jumping on today's episode, Lori. I really appreciate it. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in to the seventh episode of the season. If you'd like to stay up to date on all things TopCast, don't forget to sign up to our email updates at page.topdesk.com forward slash TopCast. Join us again in a couple weeks for more service management content. In the meantime, stay safe, stay tuned, and most importantly, stay excellent. Take it easy, everybody.